Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm Ifeoluwa Agbegunde. We bless God for he has been faithful and he has been the one sustaining us and to his glory again. Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday. For 16th April 2023, our topic is Friends Food Fellowship. That is taken from the book of John chapter 21 verse 1 to 14. I want to celebrate everyone listening, and most especially those who are not Baptist members. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Keep listening. It is God's word, and I pray always you will be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Our introduction is coming to us with something very important that you and I really need to make a standpoint on what becomes our own decision, what we had to take, what we had to embrace. Yes, many a times we are elated. People are always very happy knowing that they are being invited to an occasion or ceremony. You know, even when we come to know that something is about to happen, you know, maybe by one period like that, then there is this preparation already with us and this eagerness. And there is this increasing joy that normally accompanying it, even when we come to know that we are one of the special guests, you know, for an occasion. And to some people, they also view themselves and assess their status, their success, by the number and the caliber of invitation cards they have received. But the question I want to put forward in this all around this is this that does this matter in life? Like does this all this that matters in life, you know, all of these ceremonies, celebration there matters to us in life. Does it really review how important we are and the value that people place on us above others? And then if some of us seems not being reckoned or being reckoned for an invitation to any event or ceremony does that mean we are not important or does it also mean that it's a shameful experience already if we are not well treated when we are invited to a ceremony what and whose invitation should be embraced without a dragging of faith this is what the lesson is bringing so much to us as god also through his word is coming again clearly by the lord jesus christ revealing to us his resurrection making it clear that it is true it is real and so much also making an invitation for people to come to his meal i mean his disciples and also have fellowship with him how is this matter to us also as believer these are all that the lesson today is taking a focus on and i pray that the lord will bless us in jesus name amen the lesson comes in two parts but before then let's take a golden text which is from the book of john chapter 21 verse 12 it reads us jesus said to them come and have breakfast none of the disciples dared ask him who are you they knew it was the lord let us pray father we are grateful we appreciate you because your word is always coming to us to bless us again lord we submit and open our heart that you may speak to us father grant us the understanding that we need and keep us working steadfastly with you 
In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. The first part of the lesson says, Jesus appears to the seven disciples. That is taken from the book of John chapter 21, verse 1 to 8. Please, I would love that we read. From this very passage, we're able to see seven disciples on which Peter and two brothers, James and John, were included in this number. But one of them is making a decision of going ahead to do something, going to his profession, and that is fishing. And Peter was the one who was to saying this, and immediately as he said, that is going for this, others also says, they said also to him, I beg your pardon, we will join you, and they went with him. It was in all of us that this message is coming for you and I to pick lessons from what that happened thereafter. But before then, we know already that the experience of the disciple has been a sorrowful one, had been uh, an hopeless one. Jesus had been crucified, he's dead, and um, he had also, it has come to them also of the fact that you know, the tomb has been empty. But even as at that, the hope or how whatever it is with their life now that Jesus is no longer a physical being for them, to have an experience of what they used to have with him is no longer available. Then, the next thing of this unsure future that they have was for Peter to think wise within himself that it is better to go back to what he used to do rather than continuing or staying in the will of God to do whatever God would need him to do. And this also comes to us as lessons as children of God, that there are times that there are situations that before us as believers. And then there are hopeless situations. There are situations we are not even expecting ourselves to, to face or to be faced with. But then it happened. God is not releasing us up to a downcasted mind, Neither is he allowing us unto compromise, but rather he's expecting us to be able to take unto right decision in moments like this. But what do we see of Peter and others? Yes, there was an unsure future for them. They don't know where to move from there. But God is expecting that instead of going back to what we used to be before the knowledge of him, it is better for us to stay and wait on the Lord. And be sure that he will definitely hold us on, even unto what he intends to do with our life. This is very, very important. However, in all that we are also faced with, it is also very important as we see in this lesson that Jesus sees it all. He knows it all. Our needs. He knew already that the disciples were worried. They were doubting. They were hopeless. And then Jesus decides to, decided to appear. He appeared to them. And what do we see that was happened? What happened was that he first asked them for food. Is there anything to eat? They said there is nothing. And then he asked them, have they been able to make a catch? They said no. It was after then Jesus gave an instruction, even though they have not come to recognize that it is the Lord. They only knew that a man was speaking to them and they were in the boat trying to catch and they had been there for money until night they could not catch anything and now at the dawn of the day jesus decides decided to come and he decided to ask all of this from them 
by his instruction they did all that he asked them to do and this is also very important to us that when the presence of god comes to us we have all the privilege to whatever that we may need to ask of the lord and whatever it brings to us we can be assured that it is meeting our need jesus presence with them at the at the sea or at the shore by the shore was a reflection of a provision of what was needed they had labored they had toyed but they could not have a catch and then jesus who nothing is hidden from them from him knew already that they are at a point that they need his help and he made himself available this is also very very important for us to understand that jesus jesus's presence and his manifestation is to restore lives and to give hope and don't let us forget that this is one major strength of what the lord jesus has come powerfully to do for everyone who can believe in him he is granting hope he is granting to us the restoration we need even when we are thinking that it is a down casting experience already the lord is lifting us and is restoring us in the same way jesus that we see even while at the point of the compromise of peter he never knew other disciples too but immediately at what jesus said and they did what he gave them to them as instruction the one whom jesus loved john was able to pick it immediately and knew that oh this person with this that he said and how it happened and the miracle we received is the lord and then immediately made it known to peter and peter picked his cloth and he jumped jumped into the, 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 the sea, I mean the water, and he was trying to move off. What do we see here? He had come to a point of either a guilt or ashamed of his life and what he was already doing in the process. And this is also to tell you that there is nothing that you're doing that is not clear to the Lord. Neither is he hidden from him. Are you expected to do better than what you're doing? But then you think you can compromise or you can just do yours for the time being or presently you're already doing yours that which you just want to do even when you know that is not the will of god the lord is counting on you and expecting you to do better to do his will and to do his mind but do we see that there is a lesson for us all to also pick from here same way as they thought jesus had gone and they don't even know what's before them again. Similarly, some of us as children of God, already believer, are also maybe getting weary in the process of the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and we are beginning to think that, is he really going to come? Or several people, you are part of those who have not come to know the Lord, but then you keep doubting and assessing, is he really true? Is he a reason, Lord? Is he really going to come back like they said he will? He will come suddenly. The same way he suddenly appeared to these seven disciples. Peter, who was the mastermind around, let's go back fishing. And he was ashamed in the process when he knew that it was the Lord. The same way the Lord will appear. And then, what the Lord is bringing to us to learn from here is that it pays to know him. And it pays to stay with the Lord in obedience. 
remaining steadfast before him is all that matters to us. Not minding what is our experience or the situation that may come our way. Don't let us look back. Let's keep focused on him. And I pray that the strength that is needed for us to maintain our stand in the Lord, I pray the Lord will grant unto us in Jesus' name. Amen. So the second part of the lesson, he says, Jesus' invitation for conviction. Read John chapter 21, verse 9 to 14. And what do we see here? Jesus knows all about you, including your state of emotion. Just as he was able to know that of his disciples. He was able to know that, yes, they have been so troubled. They have been worried. They've been at, they've been destabilized by all that has happened around his death. And they don't even know the way forward. Similarly, God knows what you are passing through. He knows all your struggles. He knows what might have become like, you know, a thought in your head of what and what to do. But here, we see how Jesus was able to work with his disciples. And what, did, what, what exactly did he do? We see that he was ready to be with them. He showed to them his presence was a life-changing experience for them. The similarly, Jesus is always available for his own. His presence is still with you. You only need to be conscious of it. He has not gone anywhere. He's not going anywhere. For his own children, he's always abiding and he's always with them. He never stopped checking up on them. He's ne he never stopped meeting their very need. And we see, as Jesus was inviting his disciples, he was inviting them to, to his meal. He was inviting them to come for fish and bread. A balanced meal. His provision. A complete package of all that was needed. While the disciples thought within themselves that, oh, we need to survive. We need to brace up. We need to move on. And they were trying to look for a way around themselves. They were trying to face it all. But then, they were doing it in their own accord. In their own way. They were doing it in their own effort. It, this also comes to you and I to pick a lesson. We have no power of our own. Neither is there anything that we can do on our own accord. If we fail to carry God in the process of anything we are pursuing in life, it is just a wasted effort. And then if God is calling us to his own assignment, if God is calling us to his own function of beauty that is according to us and say, my child, my son, my daughter, do this. And then you are trying to consider your own gain or what suits you best in the process. You have a lot to lose. The disciples toyed all night. They could not have a catch. But until they were able to be in the will of God, as Jesus came and was giving them instruction and they hacked until then, they had that huge cash of big fish of 153. This is also to tell us that, yes, there are cares of this world. There are things that can easily lure us. There are things that can bring compromise. But do they really want it? Do they want what it is so much in the hand of God to give to us? Do they, does those things in any way, what, what is in the provision of God to make us a complete being? Yes, we may be considering what we want. But then in God, through Jesus Christ, all that we need, all that is needed for our life to journey, to be able to stay stable, is available in Him. So this becomes an admonition for you and I. And then what do we see? It was in the same manner of what Jesus used to do with them. He started sharing the bread and the fish with them. 
and they became conscious. No one even need to dare ask him who he is. They were already able to know that this is Jesus because this is what he used to do. This is him by his deeds. Oh, this is the Lord. And it was so assured to them that Jesus is alive and he's risen. He is a risen Lord. Are you also doubting that Jesus is really alive? He is alive. And this is the conviction that you also need to have. But how can you have it? You first need to allow his invitation upon your life. Because if you have not come to believe him, to welcome him and embrace him in your life, and allow him to call you a friend also, you will not be able to know him. Just as the disciples were able to know him was because they have been able to have dealings with him. And then when it seems as if we are at a point of weakness, he's still the same God that gives strength. And we see what he has been able to give to his disciples. Bread with fish. What could give them strength to move on? And he had fellowship with them. And this is the same thing that the Lord is inviting us to. Jesus is alive. We should stop doubting. He is ever present and he is the very help in time of trouble. All that we need is to accept his invitation to be his friend, enjoy his meal and fellowship with him continually. As we do this without a compromise of what is calling us to a life that is to a betterment, then we will always be a complete person in him. And his word is available, the bread of life, sustaining us in all. The Lord also is counting on you and I to know that restoration comes through obedience. If we can stay in obedience to his will, doing as he wants of us, surely we will be restored. And whatever we think that is of us would definitely be added unto us. The word of God says to us that we should seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all other things shall be added unto us. So forget it all. Your own strength cannot carry you. You need the friendship of the Lord Jesus Christ. You need his meal and you need his fellowship. I pray that as we yield in submission to his invitation, we will be satisfied always in Jesus' name. We've come to the end of the lesson. I'm wishing us holy glorious service ahead of Sunday. And I pray that the Lord will bring clearly the understanding of his word to us in Jesus' name. Bye everyone. The Lord bless you. Amen.